0: That's poweronplants.com forward slash cookbook. Then you're going to be hangry. You're going to feel exhausted and you're not going to be able to do all the things you'd love to do. Chase your children around, build a business, travel the world, all those things that are on your bucket list that you want to do. You've got to feel great enough to do them. And that includes having enough energy. And one of the reasons I started doing this was because I had low energy, right? I was exhausted all the time. I was sitting around. I couldn't even walk up. One flight of stairs. Imagine that. You're listening to the Smarter Healthy Living Podcast, where we firmly believe that getting healthy should never feel like torture. We're your hosts, Jared and Anita Roussel. We're college sweethearts and health professionals who help you redefine what getting healthy looks like using a whole food plant-based lifestyle. It's time to hear from the experts and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others get beyond the overwhelm to create a vibrant life they love. If you're sick and tired of being sick, And tired? You're in the right place. So pull up a virtual chair, grab your matcha latte, and let's get started.
1: Welcome to another episode of Smarter Healthy Living. All right, Anita, how are you doing? You doing well? Are you pumped? Pumped for another episode? (laughs) I think the cat's got her tongue. All right, today (laughs) we are talking about low energy. Maybe that's what's going on. You got low energy? (laughs) what's coming (laughs) up?
0: I do not have low energy. I'm actually feeling pretty good today. I was just going to see what you did if I was just quiet and let you roll with it.
1: She's trying to make me sweat it out. (laughs) Well, actually, we're talking about low energy, but we're talking about it from the frame of we hear this a fair amount where people starting this lifestyle have a complaint of low energy. And I think it's especially whenever they they go in pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it usually sounds something like this. Hey, I started whole food plant based not too long ago and I'm just so tired. I mean, I'm normally an active person or I want to be active, but I'm just feeling exhausted all the time. And why is that? Well, we know that one of the main reasons is because whole plant foods are lower in calorie by nature than the standard American diet, which is a great thing if you're wanting to get healthy and lose weight and feel good. But if you eat too many low calorie foods, and you're not getting the stick to your rib, whole food, plant-based plants. (laughs) Right. It's right. If you're not getting the things that'll stick to your ribs, then you're going to be hangry. You're going to feel exhausted and you're not going to be able to do all the things you'd love to do chase your children around, build a business, travel the world. All those things that are on your bucket list that you want to do, you've got to feel great enough to do them. And that includes having enough energy. And one of the reasons I started doing this was because I had low energy, right? I was exhausted all the time. I was sitting around, I couldn't even walk up one flight of stairs imagine that to tap my children into bed at night it was exhausting and it was heartbreaking because I couldn't do the things that I wanted to do on a regular basis And my children were having to do more and more of the things that I should have been doing. And that's not the case now. I have to force myself to go to bed at night. But you just have to learn the right way to do this. But I
1: think a lot of that low energy was from a lot of the inflammation and a lot of the damage that was going Mm -hmm. on with your body.
0: Oh, it was. Absolutely.
1: But in the case of all these foods, you're going probably literally from thousands of calories a day to possibly hundreds of calories a day. And your body needs more than just that. And if you're mm-hmm. eating nothing but lettuce, and I was sharing with Anita earlier about this ad that I saw on the Internet where this guy, he's, he's a, a bodybuilder type guy. And he's got this commercial where he says, hey, would you rather eat this? And he shows a bowl of salad, which is primarily just lettuce or this box of pizza. So, of course, you don't want this rabbit food because you're going to eat it. And then all you're going to want is this pizza. (laughs) Now, maybe he's able to lose a bunch of weight while eating pizza. But there's no escaping the fact that he's still clogging his veins and causing all of this damage that will catch up with
0: him eventually. And a side note. We eat pizza. So we're not saying you can't eat pizza and be healthy because there are healthy ways to eat it. But the standard exactly. American way to eat pizza is not healthy. <laughs> is cheese
1: with an extra helping of cheese. And I'm a and, cheese
0: lover. So I've got to have my cheesy there. stuff. So even how we make pizza today, we have cheesy things on it. But he's comparing a standard American pizza without a recipe upgrade, right? It has not been upgraded to the whole food plant-based deliciousness to a salad that has nothing in it but lettuce or a few veg, maybe.
1: My takeaway from that, though, is he has the—or he's given the impression that going plant-based is nothing but salad. And that's completely not true. Right, right. And so— If you're eating nothing but that, nothing but a lot of green leafies, which is excellent for you, a lot of great nutrients in that, a lot of health-boosting benefits to that, but you're not getting enough calories. And there are a lot of other foods that are higher in calories, such as beans, potatoes, a lot of the starchy vegetables that have the energy to keep you going all day long.
0: Well, yeah, and if you didn't hear it, go back and listen to episode number 91, where we talk about building the perfect salad since we're onto salads here. But this is about so much more than just eating salad. So you're going to be eating a wide variety of whole food, plant-based deliciousness, right? So you've got to have the ways to do that, that it sticks to your ribs and makes you feel satisfied, not just with salads, but with other foods that you're eating as well. And many of the food, many people come into this and they start avoiding starches. They think, oh, I can't have potatoes because they're really high carb. And people have been scared to death. Potatoes have become this big enemy.
1: It's like starches have become this big boogeyman, like you could make a horror movie out of it. You've got people running down this town square and you've got (laughs) these big giant potatoes and carrots coming chasing after them. I mean, I know obviously that my example is kind of ridiculous, but that was on purpose. Because I feel like that's just how ridiculous it is that we're so scared of starches
0: that are good for us. That and just carbs in general. I mean, I I won't forget, I'll never forget actually being in, um, I was shopping actually in a clothing store one time. And I hear an associate up front telling this guy who's checking out, just whatever you do, man, just don't eat bananas. Now, (laughs) they're not one of the more starchy foods, but... Just because they're carbs, don't eat your carbs. Don't eat bananas. Same thing in when I was in a Whole Foods store, a health food store. I hear this employee telling this guy, "Just don't eat carbs." And our bodies, the truth is, we're made to run on carbs. And so when I hear stuff like that, it just really is. Frustrating and concerning because people are getting the wrong message. And what we know and what science shows us is that you've got to have them long term for success. You've got to have them, or you're going to always be craving them because your body was made to have them in a healthy way. Because not all carbs are equal either.
1: That's true. And really, seventy percent of our energy should come from starches.
0: Right. And so let's think about this. You just started a whole food plant based. You have low energy odds are you're not getting enough calories. And we're talking about calorie density here. So just by nature, whole plant foods have less calories. I mean, you can eat one tablespoon of oil that's pressed out with none of the fiber, very poor nutrient profile, next to nothing. And you're putting them on your food and thinking it's healthy. And every tablespoon you put on there is 120 calories. But the great news is all you need to know is which whole plant foods are higher in calorie so that you can start adding some of those to your diet. That doesn't mean those are going to make you gain weight. They're still extremely low in calorie compared to the standard American diet foods. All right. So we're going to talk about some of the different calorie densities of the different foods now and give you a little glimpse of how simple this can be.
1: And it can be very stark, the differences. So one example would be vegetables. Vegetables in general, when you're looking at a pound of them, which is quite a bit of food, is anywhere from about 60 to 200 calories per pound. I and mean, obviously, it's going to depend on which vegetable you're talking about.
0: Mm-hmm. So you want to fill your plate with those. They're oh, amazing, absolutely. especially if you're wanting to lose weight. But they are going to give you some energy. I mean, they're packed with the nutrients you need. So you need the vegetables. Absolutely. And then the next thing, next fruits. Are
1: fruits. Now, obviously, that's high in sugar, super high in sugar. Or so we think, looking at a pound of fruit, it goes anywhere from about 150 calories to 400 calories per pound.
0: So where are you being sarcastic about the sugar?
1: A little bit. Yeah, just that- a little bit. it does have sugar, but it also has the fibers that slow down the absorption, uh, absorption of the sugar. And I really mm-hmm. don't think it has as much as we think they do, mainly because they taste sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of refined foods, though, that have a lot of sugar, but may not taste it. And an example would be something like Coke or any kind of carbonated sh- beverage because you have the, the carbonated water, it's kind of acidic. So it has that acidic flavor. And when you put the sugar in it... So it kind sugar. Well, it has 10 <laughs> teaspoons of sugar in it, but that, that acidic taste mm-hmm. kind of hides that sweetness. So yeah. you don't know that. Whereas right. on the flip side, in something like blueberries... They taste sweet to us, so we automatically assume, oh, this must be high, high in sugar, and it's really not.
0: Right, and the other thing is it's filled. They're just loaded with the good stuff, all these phytonutrients and antioxidants and things your body needs to be able to heal and be healthy and to give you the energy you need. So get your fruits on a regular basis, super important, berries, all kinds of fruits, and try some new ones. And so fruits, 140 to... What'd you say?
1: About 140 to 400.
0: 400 calories. Yes. Okay.
1: Now the next thing would be now these are vegetables, but this is unrefined carbohydrates. So things like potatoes, um, rice, yams, uh, and included in that was something was corn, hot cereals, pastas, things like that. But you'd want whole the grain. whole grains exactly, mm-hmm. the whole product, not a refined product. Those go from about three to 600 calories. And I'd say the
0: pastas are the ones that are more on the 600-calorie end. So these are the things that you need to get some of in every meal to have stick-to-your-ribs energy that's going to last you, okay? So these are still extremely low-calorie compared to the standard American diet. Yeah,
1: and you'll get a good sense of that in just a moment because we're going to hit some of the other standard american foods and you'll you'll get a sense because right now you're probably thinking oh my goodness 600 calories per pound that, that seems like so much but
0: but it's really not it's really and not. this is the thing it just has more calories than the vegetables and fruits so you've come into this thinking all oh, you can eat salads and you're eating a whopping big salad every day and you're not putting any potatoes or rice or whole grains anything like that on there or beans right then you're not going to be feeling satisfied and you're going to crash. You're not going to have the energy you need because you're not getting the calories that you need from each meal.
1: Now, you mentioned putting beans on our salad. That's the next category. You have beans, peas, lentils, legumes. Yum. Those are anywhere from about 300 to 800 calories per Mm -hmm. pound. So a standard can of beans is about 15 ounces Um, actually that might be fluid weight. It is because
0: there's a lot of liquid in there, a lot of liquid. So you
1: probably have about what, maybe half a pound of beans in there. Maybe. And we'll, we'll take, sometimes we'll do a salad, take a can of beans, drain it, and then just pass it around. And each of us just put some on there. And it's Mm -hmm. actually, as we're putting it on there, it looks like a lot, but that one can will serve all of us one, maybe two times. So I, I don't want you to think, oh my goodness, I just ate a can of beans. I'm eating 800 calories. No,
0: no, that's absolutely not true. (laughs) And you need to be eating beans every single day. If you're not eating beans, peas, lentils, legumes every single day, you're not doing what you need to do for your health. Number one, it is going to fill you up, you're not going to be as hungry, you're going to get the calories you need. But also, they are going to give you vital nutrients that you're not going to get anywhere else. So you eat those beans, peas, lentils and legumes. It's really well, important. Thing, yes, and they're don't delicious. Be, don't they're be delicious. scared
1: of them and don't be scared of the calories in them because we actually have a podcast episode where we talk about adding beans to your diet or add to what you're eating and not changing anything else. People that did that in this particular study that we referenced there, they actually lost weight. Mm-hmm. They lost weight by adding calories to their diet because you're getting all that fiber and all those vital nutrients like you just said.
0: And they added the calories with... Beans, legumes, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. And then the next category is breads, bagels, fat-free muffins, and dried fruit. And those are going to be higher calorie. These yes. Now you're getting into the basically red light zone is kind of like what we like to call it. You think of your green light foods, and now you're kind of crossing over. So these are the foods that if you want to pack on the pounds, if you've lost too much weight, and believe it or not, that's a thing eating this way. A lot of people do. Now, we're not saying... You need to just pack yourself full of the green light foods and just eat all the time, all day long. And um, that's just not a good thing either. It's not the way to eat. And we're going to talk more about that as we go. But we want you guys to know that the green light foods are amazing for you. You need to get a lot in all of those categories. And we talk about the five foundational foods, right? Right. So you want to get a lot of those. And that's the vegetables, the fruits, the whole grains, the legumes, legumes, and then we add in the nuts and seeds for the fifth category because you do need those every day. And we're going to get to those in the Yeah, that's on the list as well. We're gonna but it, get to but
1: those. with those breads, bagels, the dried fruits, those are anywhere from about 900 to 1,400 calories per pound.
0: So that's a big jump up.
1: So you don't have to completely avoid them. You just may not want to sit down and eat five bagels at one time every day. I mean, you could you have would, one oh. maybe for breakfast, in conjunction with maybe some fruit and things of that nature. Well, and, and vary I'm also going
0: to say if you're eating whole, if you're eating these things like the pastas, the breads, make sure you're eating whole grains. Buy ones that don't have oils added. Really, really, really important because again, we've talked about oil. That's 120 calories per tablespoon. Super easy to gain weight that way if weight loss is one of your goals. But these are not the foods that are going to fuel you for the long haul really, and make you feel great and give you the most nutrient dense calories. So you just want to think I want you to start thinking in different proportions, not just I can't have the foods. I can't eat whole grain bread and pasta, because I'm going to gain weight. What I want you to think is, it's okay to have some of those if I really like those. Because really, I mean, I have a friend that a doctor asked her, what's her favorite food? And she said pasta. And the doctor turns around and says, Well, you can't have that anymore. And basically just that was her advice. That was
1: the end of the conversation from what I heard was that that's all she said. She didn't really offer any alternatives, anything else. is just, oh, you can't have pasta anymore.
0: And so how does that help? Like (laughs) I could give somebody probably easy, just off the top of my head, maybe 10 to 20 different ways to have pasta that you can eat it and really enjoy it. And we're going to share a couple of those with you now. So I want you to start thinking about different proportions. So instead of that typical bowl of pasta that you would eat, that you put maybe a little marinara sauce or some type of sauce, maybe even some sauce with a little veg in it. I want you to start thinking about have a big bowl of vegetables with some pasta thrown into it. Start thinking about having a big bowl of salad with a little pasta thrown into it. Again, whole grain. It needs to say either whole wheat or or a brown rice pasta. It needs to be a whole grain pasta. And then
1: One other alternative, too, is that there are some great pasta alternatives made with things like quinoa, bean.
0: You can make veg pasta. There's all kinds of different ways you can make it. And I've got probably 20 off the top of my head. But I just want you to think about a simple way to do this. So you want to switch your proportions. Switch the way you do things. Kind of flip it on its head. Fill up on the stuff that's going to give you those nutrients and the fiber and all those things that you need that are going to make you feel great and give you energy. Get some beans into it, get some potatoes in there, and put a little pasta. And so then uh, you're not eating a huge bowl of pasta.
1: Well, I just had an idea here right off the cuff is that normally we do pasta with the marinara sauce. The marinara sauce that Anita makes is absolutely amazing. And I've never thought this, but you could do just a bowl of the marinara, put a little bit of the pasta in it. Now, that may seem kind of crazy, but in the past, we've made tomato soup Mm-hmm. That is kind of like the marinara, maybe not as seasoned. And we would all so, on occasion
0: put a little pasta in that. So seat. we
1: we could just call it something like pasta soup where we have just a ton of the marinara <laughs> and
0: just... You yeah. could do that. Yeah. I mean, there are all kinds of ways you could do it. I would want a lot of vegetable thrown into that marinara to soak up the sauce and then a little pasta too. Yeah,
1: you could do that too. But we have made tomato soup even in our Vitamix oh, where yeah. it's been nothing but just a tomato and Mm -hmm. whatever else you put in it. Yeah, to Um, make
0: it creamy and just... Think about things. Your flavor profile. You're going to the flavor profile route now. And we're going to get totally right. off topic. Well, but <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't want to get off topic. I'm sitting here now thinking about yeah. tomato soup and how I've got to have tomato soup after we do this. <laughs> well, I don't want to get off
1: topic, but again, think outside the box because you, we're normally thinking a ton of pasta with a little bit of the marinara. It may seem kind of ridiculous to pour a big old jar of marinara and then just float a little pasta in it, but it's almost kind of like when we were younger and we were eating the uh, Chef Boyardee. Mm-hmm. Um, Spaghettios, right? Well, that's exactly what that was. Yeah, just probably a lesser quality version of that. But true. But you could, you could do that.
0: A little pasta, a lot of get creative. some kind of sauce. And then you're mentioning the, the SpaghettiOs, and I'm thinking, okay, when you're pouring that big bowl of pasta sauce, you just make sure what the ingredients are in there. That's another yes, tip absolutely. for you, because they all have a lot of oil, and we think, <laughs> oh, it is olive oil, it's healthy, um, it's super high-calorie, it's very low-nutrient. Oil's not it's, a
1: health food. It's
0: just not. It, it's inflammatory. Oils are inflammatory, so just be careful about that. And you can buy it without it. There are several brands out there without oil but also it's so quick to make your own i mean it's just it's one of the easiest things well i mean there's so many easiest things if you know how to do it this way of living is just not hard but we're going to get back to the topic at hand so next is
1: now this is one that is very well known to the standard american diet and that would be the fatty proteins like meats and cheese we loved our cheese back in the day
0: yeah that's an understatement it so really that, is.
1: Now, you would think, okay, the, the breads and dry fruit, that mm-hmm. was 900 to about 1,400 calories. So the fatty proteins and all that, that's what, a little bit higher. Well, no, that's anywhere from 1,000 to 1,800 calories so per pound. So you're getting pound. up
0: almost to 2,000 calories per pound now. Correct. From the vegetables and fruits, vegetables being 60 to 200 and fruits being around 140 so to let's 400. So
1: worst case scenario, you're at the 200 calorie per pound vegetable that you eat that's a pound of vegetables for 200 calories versus a pound of meat and think of i mean if you have a quarter pounder i don't know some of these they have a quarter pound like if you get a hamburger from a fast food restaurant they might have two or three of those patties in there so you're getting three quarters of a pound of meat so you're getting close to 1500 calories from Just that alone from the
0: meat now yeah. you add in everything else that's on there the, and the bread right, and all the, that stuff.
1: Yeah, sauces, the mayo and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and
0: you, you finish that sandwich and you're hungry and you're going, I just ate a biggie meal and I'm hungry because there's nothing in there to fill you up. It's not that you're a glutton. And well, you're, and there, there
1: are no nutrients no. in it, really.
0: So your body's still craving the nutrients. It needs the fiber. And once you chew that down, there's no bulk. So you, it's no wonder you're still hungry. It's not your fault. It's just the way it is. And you are really hungry. It's not in your mind. And so you've got to get these foods that fill you up. But yeah, I mean, extremely high-calorie meats and cheeses. That was – cheeses were my thing. You know, I was the dairy queen. Oh, we loved them. Absolutely. And we We still eat our cheeses. We just – eat upgraded cheeses. We eat them different ways. And it's really easy to do. So now we're looking at sugars like honey, molasses, even the the better sugars, maple syrup and things like that. You don't want to go crazy on them. Okay, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like some of the recipes that are out there that people say, look, this is so simple. This is the easiest dressing. It's just got three ingredients. Just put balsamic and mustard and uh, maple syrup. And I'm going maple syrup's got you know a lot of calories i mean we're looking at 1200 1800 calories now per per pound pound. okay so why we use maple syrup sometimes but i'm not going to put it in something that's already sweet and let me just tell you balsamic is super sweet do not add maple syrup to balsamic it does not need it at all or at the
1: very least try it first and then maybe add a little if you feel like you need it
0: with balsamic it's just so sweet right because some of these recipes
1: she's talking about will have a quarter cup of the syrup maybe even more depending on what it is even
0: if it's just a couple of tablespoons reserve that for something really tasty that you'll love the maple syrup in why add it to something that's already sweet you can make a great balsamic dressing I'm going to give you another extra here okay balsamic dressing is easy as balsamic fresh garlic or a little garlic powder makes it really good that these things are optional it can just be balsamic on your salad or you can do balsamic with mustard that's it or it can be balsamic mustard and fresh garlic if you want to make it taste great or you can add some fresh black pepper fresh ground cracked black pepper it's wonderful in that um there are so many different ways that you can change that you start adding herbs and spices i don't have time for all that then buy an italian seasoning mix with no oil in it and sprinkle that in there sprinkle sprinkle it's as easy as that one of the tastiest salads that will beat Anything with oil in it, any kind of oil and vinegar dressing that you could buy in the store. I've got these terrible visions of all these nasty oil and vinegar dressings. You have no oil, very low calorie. You can eat all you want. It still has the same great flavor. And you're getting all these healthy things like the fresh garlic. And you're not going to add that extra maple syrup most likely now because you're going to reserve that for something where you really like a little maple syrup on it. You know, and there you go. So that's how we do that. Um, Let's go on to, so sugars. Yeah, again, there are some that are healthier and that are okay to use, but use them sparingly and choose where you're going to use them. Use them in the places that you're really going to enjoy them. That's not already sweet because we add sweet on sweet on sweet. And if you understand the flavors of something and you know it's already sweet, then you don't have to add it. Are you having fun and getting some helpful tips today? Then please leave mom and dad a review because they love getting to know you more. Friend, we hope you're enjoying this episode as much as we love sharing it with you. It's our prayer that it's inspiring you and filling you with hope. If so, would you stop right now and share this podcast with another woman who's been praying for a health breakthrough? It would be a huge blessing to us if you'd take a few seconds to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts too. And now, back to the episode.
1: And what you could do with the sugars, too, is, and this is kind of a mindset thing, is don't ever tell yourself, I can't have it. Exactly. But with something like, and pretty much the only sweetener we use is maple syrup, because we love mm. the flavor of that. Well, I'll use but a you, little
0: bit of honey sometimes. We're not true vegan. We do use a little, a bit, little of bit of honey. A little honey,
1: yes. But almost reserve it in a place of, I won't say royalty, but mm-hmm. almost think of it as of it's a commodity that is a very sparse like i, I can 't readily get it now obviously that's not true you can go to any grocery store and there's, there's mm-hmm. tons of it but you know back in the day whenever you know a couple hundred years ago whenever you actually had to get the sap out of the tree and boil it down and maybe you didn't oh, yeah. have, maybe you didn't have maple trees around you and someone brought you this jug of maple syrup think of it ah oh, this is a precious commodity so i'm going to use just a little bit when the flavor enhances mm-hmm. what i'm eating and i'm going to enjoy this so if you maybe if you have kind of that mindset you think well I, it's not that i can't have it but i'm gonna reserve it for special stuff
0: mm-hmm. i like then that i think
1: that's going to help you enjoy it more that's
0: a great idea and then we have the dried cereals these things are really high in calories okay baked chips i was even. actually kind of
1: surprised by this list
0: mm-hmm. Uh, fat-free crackers, pretzels, popcorn. Now, popcorn it usually is a higher calorie just because you're putting all kind of stuff on it. You don't have to put all that stuff on the popcorn. Popcorn's not not hard to do. But um, the dried cereals tend to be the biggest problems for people and the chips and also crackers. So find other crunchy things that you love. There are a lot of different things that you can do to substitute.
1: Well, the calorie count for that was about fifteen to 1,800 calories per pound.
0: Exactly. So you're getting even higher in calorie. Well, about the same.
1: Yeah, it's about the same as the other. Now, I will say with cereal... Yeah, a giant box weighs what? Fourteen ounces. I right, mean, it's so it's mostly not gonna be a pound. It's mostly air. So you could have a bowl of cereal. We would say go whole grain. Maybe like if you had a Cheerios equivalent, and I'd also you know, you'd say you'd want something organic.
0: Per, yeah, preferably organic. That's what just I was saying. Yeah,
1: just because they're sprayed heavily, the different grains.
0: But this is another one of those it things part like of a
1: healthy breakfast.
0: Well, yeah, it's go another ahead. one of those things like pasta or breads. So you can say you don't say to yourself, "I can't have it." You can say, "I can have a little bit of it," and just use it. More sparingly. I mean, that's the only yeah. other way I can say it. Just use it You don't want get,
1: to get fixed on just one particular breakfast. Mm-hmm. Kind of like me. Kind of like me.
0: <laughs> you and your oatmeal. Yes, my oatmeal it's with oatmeal. the chocolate.
1: Now, it's a good breakfast, although lately I have started thinking, maybe I want to branch out a little bit. I still love it, but... Try, me something try something new. Try something different. Uh-oh. It's yes. getting wild right. and crazy. Right. It's not about me. This, this podcast is not about me.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, so then we've got the nuts, seeds, nut butters, and tahini. Again, nuts on a daily basis are good for you on yes. a daily basis. And studies but have shown absolutely
1: that when you have a little bit each day, that I believe they said it even extended your life, what was something like five years, Mm -hmm. if I'm remembering that correctly. Yeah, it was
0: a while. I I remember it was years. So the thing with nuts is you want to make sure to put out the portion that you're going to eat and don't be getting it in – the nut milk, and then eat nut butter every day, and then eating your nuts and seeds plain as a snack. And just look at how many nuts are you getting a day and how many seeds they're great for you. The seeds give you your omegas. We eat chia and flax all the time. We put those in drinks and smoothies. I could go on and on. And they're, and they're wonderful for you. But these are higher calorie foods. So if you want something to make food stick to your ribs and you're making a salad, sprinkle a few nuts and seeds on it. It's fine. It'll start making it stick to your ribs. There's nothing wrong with doing that. They taste great. They're filling. They'll make you feel satisfied and you're not going to hit those energy lows.
1: Well, there are nutrients in them. Things like uh, walnuts have vitamin E. You're going to have the omega-3s, which Mm -hmm. walnuts are very high in the omega-3s. So there are a lot of uh, minerals and things like that in it. So there are beneficial things, but they are being a seed. It has to store a lot of energy for the new plant to grow. So there is a fair amount of fat in that, which has nine calories per gram. Now, getting back to our list, one pound of nuts and seeds ranges anywhere from 2,400 to 3,200 calories per Mm -hmm. pound. So that's much higher. But if you get just a little bit and make that part of your normal daily routine, Mm -hmm. then you're going to stay within what your body needs. But it's also going to give you that energy to help you make it through Mm -hmm. the day. And obviously, this is not bad, too, because if you have a small handful each day, you live longer.
0: Exactly. And that's what we want. But we also want a great quality of life. So we want to get all of these wonderful five foundational foods in on a regular basis. But you got to make it stick to your ribs. You want to enjoy it and not be... Hangry, angry. Yep. And here's the thing. If you've been doing this for a long time and you're not new to it and you start hitting a place where you have low energy and you've gone through and looked at and done these things, there are other things that we work with our clients on, like how to get the right amount of sleep, making sure you're getting sleep. These are things that can also the things I'm about to talk about also can affect your energy. Right. So how's your sleep? Are you drinking enough water? How are Uh, you moving, right? Are you moving? If not, you need to get moving more because the more you move, the more energy you have. It seems uh, like it'd be opposite of that, but it's really not.
1: Well, it's kind of like tuning up an engine. It just runs better and gives out more energy.
0: Yeah, and the other thing is, if you've been doing this for a while, um, whole food plant-based living, and you've hit a place where you're having low energy, seek out your provider. You may need to have some blood work done. Maybe your B12 is off. Maybe your D's off. Maybe you're having thyroid issues. Not due to a whole food plant-based diet, just something that you need to do for yourself because of your body or whatever's going on. And and it may be something you need to tweak with your whole food plant-based diet. There are ways to make sure, obviously, that we have we have episodes on vitamin D and vitamin B12 and how right. you get those things in a healthy plant-based diet and how to make sure you're getting enough protein and all those different things, well, too. Well,
1: we talk about everybody's unique and different. So what is working well for someone else may not give you everything you need, and everybody is genetically different so that even though you're doing all the right stuff, you may just, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, have a thyroid issue. And a lot of times, the fatigue can be something that's found easily and easily corrected but you need to see your healthcare provider so we don't want you to to ignore a problem and neglect a simple solution because
0: it could be something as simple as one nutrient that needs to be tweaked right and that could be something that you need to get by getting out in the sun
1: or well that's true it could be
0: something you could easily get by taking a small supplement
1: and one last category that was on this list that we that we have here is oils. Now these are things that are liquid at room temperature or fats which are solid at room temperature. These are 4000 calories per pound. It's a
0: huge difference. I mean huge. It's, it's huge. And you look at eating just an equal amount of oil. Like look at pictures on calorie density. You look at a small amount of oil would equal a much larger amount of... um, A veg. Yeah, vegetables. I mean, you're eating all these vegetables, the same amount of calories. It's totally filling your stomach. Or there's just this little tiny amount of oil sitting in the bottom of your stomach.
1: Yes. And one tablespoon of oil is 120 calories which is actually about what a potato would be. A potato is around 160 calories. Give
0: me the potato. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Give me
0: every time. I love them. There are so many ways you can eat them. They stick to your ribs. They make you feel full. They give you the energy you need, and it'll keep you going for longer. And that's what we're talking All about day. today. you got to have your energy. <laughs> that's like I was saying before. You know, Before, I would live for the time when I could just fall back into bed. I would be getting up, and I'd already be thinking about – How am I going to make it through this day? I'm so exhausted. Never mind doing the things I wanted to do. I was in survival mode. I just wanted to know how to survive. And that's a terrible way to have to live. We want you to have long life, but we want you to have quality Quality. of life. And once you can figure out how to get the right foods in that will give you sustained energy throughout the day, you're going to be like I am now. Not like I was before, but like I am now where I'm having to force myself to go to bed at night because I still have enough energy and I want to be up getting things done. Well, but this way of living important. has
1: made you very bad at guessing time, especially at oh, night. Word. <laughs> she'll, it's terrible. She'll ask me what time it is. And she always feels like it's about an hour, sometimes even two. Earlier than what it actually is. I just, oh my goodness, I got to go to bed.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. It's terrible. And the time sneaks up on me because I don't feel exhausted like I used to. And when I would feel exhausted, I was always looking forward to bed. And now I'm just going still at night because I feel refreshed and good. lively and just yeah good like i should have, you have all a along.
1: finely tuned engine
0: it's wonderful and i want <laughs> that for you jared and i care about you and we want you to have the most fulfilling productive vibrant life possible so that you can do all the things that you dream about doing and we want you to know that it absolutely is possible if you have any questions about the whole food plant-based lifestyle shoot us an email at info
1: Nope, at podcast I at smarterhealthyliving.com. Podcast, podcast at smarterhealthyliving.com. Smarter
0: yeah. And then we will look forward to hearing from you and the questions that you need answered. We'll get those answered for you so that you don't have those questions anymore and you can hit this place where you're just loving the whole feed plant based life. We absolutely love it. We wouldn't dream about going back. We want this for you. It's absolutely the most enjoyable, wonderful way to live. And go out and just find something new to enjoy today. Get those stick to your ribs foods into your life on a regular basis. And we will look forward to hanging out with you again next time on Smarter Healthy Living.